And welcome to episode 38 of The Other Berman Show. In this episode, I am joined by Adi Rakaminov and his cousin Nathan. Um, we have a moment towards the end of the episode. We get all of our picks in. And while we are talking about the teams of the bye week, right around when we start talking about the LA Chargers, the audio, for some reason, does cut. So in the middle of us talking about the Chargers, the episode will end. And it'll go straight to the outro. I And if you forget, I will explain it again. But I'm sorry about that. But the rest of it is a very good episode. I've really, I really enjoyed making this one. So I decided to publish it anyway. It's a pretty long episode. Um, but it was fun to make. So, yeah. Also, before we get into the start of the episode, I just want to thank you guys so, so much for the support I've gotten from the Bradley Bozeman interview. It has been up for three days now, and it is already the second most viewed episode I've had on the show. It is at this very moment at 94 views. For those of you that have not listened to it, just go back one episode. It's episode 37. It was a ton of fun to make. Probably, definitely my favorite episode I've ever made. Um, Bradley, again, thank you so much for doing it. It was a whole lot of fun, and... Yeah, enjoy episode 38 of The Other Prime Show. Yeah. All right, I am joined by many people, but mainly we got Adi. Adi, what's up? Hey, what's up? All right, we are going to start because we have a lot to get to in this one because I have another thing I'm going to might slip in here after we get the picks in. But first, five weeks are over, so... No more bye weeks, meaning extra games for the rest of the season. So we're going to get – actually, that's not true. This is the last week of the bye weeks. Next week is the end of the bye weeks. But Thursday night football was the Colts and the Texans. Me and Adi both picked the Colts. You guys got it right with the Texans, so extending your lead by even more. But – and we'll get into that a little bit later. Let's start off with the Sunday game, starting off 1 o'clock games. We have the 3-7 and seven Bucks against the 3-7 and seven Falcons. Um, the, you know, on the power rankings, we have the Falcons coming in at number 25, the Bucks coming in at number 26. So, divisional game, evenly matched in terms of power rankings, in terms of records. What do you think about this game? Um, I have the Falcons winning it just because they're on fire right now. Same. Yeah, playing for their coach. Yeah, that's honestly why. I, I think the Falcons have, um, better... Better uh, quarterback in Matt Ryan and James Winston, and the turnover rate for each quarterback is significantly different. Very. I mean, it's you got the guy who leads the league in turnovers, and then you got Matt Ryan, who's one of the more efficient quarterbacks in the league. There's definitely guys more efficient, but he's up there. Yeah, I just wish his after his MVP season, his decline wasn't that like severe. It, it was. It was the whole team. It wasn't just him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Devontae Freeman's been busting, though. That's very true. Yeah, injuries has been harming him for a while. Really? I was been for a while. But this team, fighting for their coach. They like Dan Quinn enough to go 5-11, 6-10. It could be enough to save his job, so. Yeah. Bruce Arians has been a tough first season over there in Tampa for him, but he's not going anywhere as a first-year coach. Yeah, yeah. rebuild. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take Atlanta as well. I think it'll be a good game. These divisional matchups, if you guys listen to my show, you guys know uh, divisional matchups, I almost always say, going to be a close game. I don't care how um, good one team is or bad another team is, but in this case, they're both e- pretty evenly matched, so I definitely expect this to be a great game. And But I'm going to take Atlanta as well. All right. Uh, in, in a- all right. 
Now for a game that I do not expect to be very close. The 7-3 Buffalo Bills against the 3-7 and Denver Broncos. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going with uh, definitely Buffalo. Lock of the week, Bills. I have Buffalo winning also, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as you guys think. Because what happened in Minnesota was kind of crazy. So I think... Which I called last week, if you listen to it. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a game inside seven. So Inside seven? Inside seven. I think John... I'll say, I'll say inside 14. I think John Brown will get one or two touchdowns this week. He has been on fire. Another one. Listen back to my season preview. I caught he. I said he's in a system where he is going to excel. I didn't expect he'd be leading the AFC in receiving yards, but he's been very, very, very good. Yeah, the one chance I started him last week, and he got me 34 fantasy points, which helped me clinch my, uh, seven, I think, 7-4 record right now nice. in my fantasy week. Yeah, he's... I won by five. Yeah, he's oh, fast. He's Smokey has always been fast, hence the name. Smokey, I mean, can't be slow. That's his nickname. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, Buffalo coming in at number 11. Denver coming in at number 24. I have really been impressed, though, with Brandon Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually like him. As a Denver fan, I actually like seeing them with a good quarterback after Peyton Manning. <laughs> That's not something you guys are used to. Actually, yeah. solid quarterback play. Who knew? I didn't. Yeah, we had Brock Osweiler. We can't ask for anything. I didn't even know Brandon Allen was starting until I never even knew Flacco got hurt. I, that's why I didn't even pay attention of, to the earlier weeks of Denver until he got hurt. Yeah. I didn't even know. I mean, I think I saw maybe a little play or two of Brandon Allen in the preseason, but when that I saw that he was starting, I wasn't really sure who he was. I kind of knew the name, but. Not really at all. So, but I mean, he is. I know him now. That's for sure. Yeah, he's yes, making yes. a name for him. So sure. he's getting that. He'll, he'll have a backup quarterback career in this league. He's not a starting caliber guy, but we'll see not his yet. name for the next not five, yet. six years as a backup around this league. Hopefully, maybe he can make a career out of it, like uh, Fitzpatrick and McCown have. But I, don't, I doubt that. But you never know. All right. Next up between. Two teams that oh boy, the two and eight New York Giants, the four and six with Mitchell Trubisky starting Chicago Bears. I am going with the Giants. All right, before we get into these picks, though, Trubisky situation over there in Chicago. God, it is injuries, injuries, and he injuries. fixed injuries, calls himself a quarterback. I'll tell you this. Bears fans, I don't know if I have any listening, but in the case I do, I'll tell you this. This, your quarterback, I don't need to be, I don't need to be the one to tell you your quarterback history is not a good one. Your best quarterback in franchise history, and this is not a joke, is Jay Cutler. Who's an average quarterback. And this is one of the oldest teams in the league. But you have a guy who compared to some of the other guys is pretty good. But what we have seen from him this year has been nothing short of horrible. But I am still happy that Nagy is a head coach. I think he is a very solid head coach, a very good offensive mind. And I think that if anyone can turn Trubisky's career around, it is him. But, and I don't have any belief in the Trubisky being um, 
released, traded, any of that next year. No, they're going to play him after his rookie deal. And if he turns out to still be a bum, they'll get rid of him. They'll start over. But they're gonna, yeah. you need to let this guy at least give him two more years to see what you have in him. Because last year, he played pretty well. I was shocked that they drafted him over Deshaun Watson last oh, year. Everybody was. And Mahomes. Well, yeah. Mahomes was not as high on everyone's radar. Yeah. At least he, in terms of the draft board. People thought he'd be the best, but no one really had him going very high. Yeah, he was a, he was a backup for a season. Yeah. yeah and, the, and the Bears also traded up to the second pick to get him. One of those things where I wish I shot in my pockets earlier because I kept hyping up Mahomes the year before that year as a backup. I kept typing it up saying, wait for him, wait for him, wait for him. And no one ever believed me when I say it. But I had my podcast at that point. People wouldn't believe it because I go back. But I didn't have it yet. But I was I hyped up because every single week it seemed like we were hearing out of Kansas City about this ridiculous story he made in practice. And I kept saying, this guy's gonna be pretty good, isn't he? And uh, it's one of those things I wish I started this thing earlier because people would have been able to go back and hear me saying this. But now it's just you gotta trust me on it. <laughs> but Giants, Bears. Daniel Jones, who has the NFL's worst case currently of fumbleitis, 13 fumbles this season. And he hasn't even started all the games. He, this is with three games not playing, he still has 13 fumbles. That is ridiculous. We thought Lamar fumbled a lot last year. This is 10 times worse. Yeah. I did not really know where the, what were the Giants were thinking when they drafted him this year instead of Dwayne Haskins, who was. At first thought of as the superior quarterback in the draft. And none of them are really that good, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah but... but you got to see, Daniel Jones can play in the NFL and get some wins. Haskins... I think Daniel Jones is going to be the best out of the three. Out of Kyler, um, Haskins, and Daniel Jones, I think Daniel Jones will end up being the best. But I still don't think he'll wind up being that good. Yeah, but like, I see that. Dwayne Haskins is not ready yet. But Kyler Murray, if he can still play, like... He so is leading them right to a reasonable season from last year. Last year, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you got to remember, this guy played at Duke last year and hasn't really played NFL competition. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the ACC is great in basketball, but in football, the ACC is not what you would call a conference filled with studs that go to the NFL. True. So, give the guy time, let him develop. It's the same thing with Trubisky. He played in North Carolina. Give him time, give him time to develop. And Haskins as well, he only played one year in college. Let them develop. And I cannot stress that enough to fans who are like, oh, he sucked. Wait, Jared Goff. Well, actually, that's not a good of an example this year. Yeah. <laughs> but um, last year's Jared Goff was great. And he went 0-10 as a starter in his rookie year. Everyone's calling him one of the biggest draft busts in NFL history. And, yes, he has not been great this year. But he's definitely not considered one of the bigger busts in NFL history anymore. Yeah. Let the guy I, develop. I last year when everyone was uh, judging Lamar about his throwing throwing issue and his sidearm throwing, I, I will not lie. I'm one of those people. Yeah, I I had faith in him. I waited one season. He went six and one last year, and now he's leading up to a great eight and two record. MVP with, with good passer ratings and yes, an MVP run. Please don't get MVP. Why? Because he has to buy a jersey, Lamar Jackson jersey, if he wins that bet we made. I'm buying one for him for his birthday. 100%. And remember, you got to wear it to school that day. Yeah, I know. All right. By the way, Giants and – oh, Pitts, who do you guys got in this game? For what? Giants-Bears. Oh, I have Giants. Yeah, same. 
right. I'm going to take the Giants as well. I Trubisky, no Trubisky. My pick isn't changing, again. even though it is in Soldier Field. The Bears have completely just fallen apart after I had them number three, I believe, in the season preview. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was very happy. Darius Slayton will have a big game again, Ooh. along with Saquon and Golden Tate. All right. Okay. Oh, power rankings. The Giants are coming in at number 28. The Bears are coming in at number 21. Next game is oh, Bengals and Steelers. Bengals coming in at number 32. Steelers coming in at number 17. It's it's a divisional game. Could go either way. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. It's in Cincy. But... And it definitely can't go either way. That being said, the Steelers have won their last nine straight games against Cincinnati, including the playoffs. They're going to make a 10 here, giving the Steelers, but this will be a good game. I still think the Steelers are going to win. Yeah. Even though Juju's out, James Connors is dealing with it, like some minor injuries. Um, I mean, Mason Rudolph might not be out of the game, but let's face it, this guy is the most unlucky quarterback in recent memory. All right, yeah. it is in his head, and if if anyone is trying to tell me this stuff is, does not get to his head, you literally don't know how the brain works. Yeah, <laughs> because I don't care if you're the most mentally tough person in the world. When you get your bell rung to the head twice in the span of a month and a half, yeah, you're gonna remember that. Yeah, I thought he was gonna get a suspension at least for attempting to rip off uh, Garrett's helmet. Yeah, my- yeah. All right, actually. I have not gotten a chance to get my thoughts on this yet on this show because um, it was Thursday night when I recorded the um, the preview for last week and then Wednesday obviously was the interview. So I haven't really got a chance to get my thoughts on this. Um, again, for those of you that know me, it might seem a little repetitive, but I want to get this out here. That it is what we saw Thursday night is not what the NFL is represented about. It was assault on a football field on the form of Miles Garrett. And yes, yeah. coming into Friday, I was full on on Miles Garrett being suspended and I still believe that he should have been and he is. And I think that's the right decision. Yeah, that- Having had the weekend to think about it and look at some more things, I have seen that Mason Rudolph, yes, he clearly started it. Yes, he's tried to rattle his helmet. Yes, he is partly to blame. But that being said, Mason Rudolph did not commit assault. Yeah, that, that's, Garrett did. That's uncalled for. You don't do that in the NFL. Exactly. Just play the game normally. I mean, it is just Miles Garrett, who was well on his way to potentially winning Defensive Player of the Year this year. That caught that case is obviously thrown out the window. Actually, opens that makes that race wide open. But um, there, there's really nothing to say positive about that game. It was the Browns played dirty the entire way. And in a game that Cleveland won to potentially put their season back on track, felt like a loss. Yeah. Yeah, because it was embarrassing for each team. And each team got fined a quarter of yeah. Coach Kitchens, Coach Tom, when they were both not happy with that. And they shouldn't be. I mean, it is completely uncalled for, and it's not something that the NFL should not be. And frankly, sports is not all about. And unless if it's boxing. Yeah. Yeah. And this is not boxing. This is professional football. 
three different people got suspended. Four different players got suspended. Yeah. And a, a couple people got fined. And you know what? It should have been five. Demarius Randall should have been suspended for that hit on Juju, but he won't be. Yeah. yeah. And you know, after- six, because I can I make the argument that Rudolph should have been suspended at least one game. Yeah, I thought I thought Rudolph was going to suspend it. Well, I give props to Odell for sticking up for Miles Garrett and yes. trying to go up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. And that's the thing is, like, everyone got mad about how they were. No, you protect your guy. Protect yeah. Team. You, you protect your quarterback. Like, Pouncey, he protected his quarterback. The Air- and David DeCastro. Yes. yes. And actually, moving right on to the Dolphins and the Browns this next game, where on the future, oh, Cleveland, Cleveland. Think about this here, though. They, the Browns, four defensive linemen. Larry Ogunjobi, he's, he's suspended for this game. Miles Garrett's obviously suspended for this game. Um, there's one more. Uh, Sheldon Richardson? No, he's game? the only guy who is playing. Mm. And he's a. Uh, and he's like, one of the guys who's just. Oh, and Olivier Vernon is injured, so he's not able to play either. Yeah, so they have a. Again, they've been ha- they've been playing second string players for the whole season. They've been also. Hey, it's better in the last few injured. years when their second string guys were the starters on that team. Yeah, like I understand that they were hyped out for the beginning of the season with signing Odell and Kareem Hunt, but I don't see all that hype. I don't. I know there's a lot of talent on the team, but I don't know. I, don't, I think they got the wrong guy leading the way. I think Freddie Kitchens is not. I'm not necessarily saying he's not an NFL head coach, but he's definitely not ready to be an NFL head coach considering he was – last year was the first time he was even a coordinator. True. And he wasn't even for a full season. So, I mean, yeah, I believe he actually could be an NFL head coach, but not yet. He's not ready. I think it's also on Baker Mayfield because he's – Baker has been terrible this year. Not good. But, again, I put that part on the coaching staff because we saw him with other guys in there and Kitchen does his coordinator and Freddie really – Putting his focus strictly on Baker and having that quarterback coach keep him in line, keep him help him develop. I believe that if they made Greg Williams the who was the interim head coach last year, they just made him the head coach, kept Freddie Kitchens the as the OC. I believe Baker's playing just fine. And I believe Baker's and I'm not trying to say he's a great quarterback, but he's better than what we've seen from him this year. I firmly believe that. I don't think that this is the Baker we will see throughout his career. I think Baker Baker's production would be a lot better if he was playing as a backup for a better a better quarterback. Like for example, um, huh? <laughs> Not Manziel. Trust me. God no. They don't have. They didn't have a good quarterback for him to learn off. So I think that's another my down down downside for Baker. Yeah, he, he's not around like great, like great talent in the yeah. quarterback position. Absolutely. And Miami is coming in off a couple. Like, yes, they did lose last week, but they've won two of their last three. They are much happier than Cleveland is right now. And like um, Atlanta, we said earlier, you can make, yes, he is a first year coach, but you can make the argument they are playing, they were playing for the head coach and saved his job almost definitely. And that's amazing to say on a two and eight football team that the coach's job has been saved, but it, let's face it, it really has been. Um, yeah, I love so they're in a good, they're in a better mood. Yeah. And you know what? Here is your upset of the week. Give me the Dolphins to beat the Browns. The Dolphins. It's a possibility. I lost. I lost ten dollars on the Indianapolis Miami game. Mm. I bet 
ten dollars that Indianapolis was gonna win at in a blowout, but then they lost. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was my. Yeah. I've gotten my lock of the week wrong. Three, nope. I got my lock of the uh, lock of the week wrong twice, and one of them was earlier in the year, and the other one was that Indy Miami game. Um, I have. I have the Browns winning this week because I think Nick Chubb is going to outrun the defense. Mm-hmm. Also, because I need him to get fantasy points this week. Uh, <laughs> I I think that the kick re- the Miami t- kick return squad will be. I think they'll get one good return. Jakeem Grant is very very good. And I think Devontae Parker will do significant. Significant damage against their secondary. He is a very good receiver. He's really come on this year. Actually. He is, he is quick. I he will win off his quickness. Yeah, and if he was on a better team, more people would be giving him credit. But obviously, since he plays with Dolphins, he's not getting the credit that he has deserved this year. He has been very, very good. Yes, I have to say, I he will have a big contract extension by the end of this season if his contract up. And if it's not by Miami, someone's gonna sign. So I'm pretty sure he's a free agent this year. Yeah. Uh, if it's not this year, it's next year. Definitely. I'm, I'm pretty sure this year. All right. Next up, we got a much better game than – oh, wait. Power rankings. I always forget this. Power rankings. Miami and Cleveland. Um, Cleveland is coming in at number 23. Miami coming in at number 31. Next up, we got a much better game than what we've seen from these last few previews. That is the Seattle Seahawks. Audi's favorite players the rest of this season because he's the only hope to have Russell uh, have Lamar not win the MVP. Yep. Yeah. Seattle taking on Philly. This is a good game. Originally, it was a Sunday night football game, but it was flexed out for the game we'll be talking about later on. Um, Seattle and Philly. So Seattle coming in at number five. Philly coming in at number twelve. A generous number twelve. Yeah. <laughs> After Nelson Aguilar, for the second time this season, dropped a game-winning touchdown. Yeah, Philly hates him. Like, honestly. I mean, they, they're feeling the Perriman pain that we felt. Yeah, yeah. Those fans, shout out to you. But I, I, I think the Seahawks guy. are easily going to take this. One. Yeah, definitely. Um, Tyler Lockett <laughs> will have two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. I think you're um underestimating the Eagles. I think it's going to be a much better game than you guys are thinking. I am agree with you, Seattle, for sure. But I am not, like, saying blowout. But I think this is going to be a one-score game, one of the better games of the weekend, I think. Uh, I'm going 10-point game. I I'm think... expecting a shootout. I think this is your shootout of the week where we're going to see both teams go over 35. Oh, wow, really? I think Carson that's... Wentz going to light it up. And then, obviously, Russell Wilson is going to do Russell Wilson things. I don't think Chris Carson will have a very fun time with Brandon Graham on the defensive line. Yeah, but guess what? Russell Wilson's going to have fun with that secondary. <laughs> that is very true. That's that is true. very true. But, no, I agree with that with Chris Carson. I do not think he's going to go anywhere. Yeah. I think they're going to shut him down, but the passing game is going to be insanely good. And I think Carson Wentz is going to remind everyone how good he is this week. Yeah, and I'm not going to give him a and, Is that Jay Ajayi back this week? Yes, he is. Eagles signed him after um, who was it? They got in Darren Sproles. Shout out to Darren Sproles, five foot six, human joystick, one of the better guys from scrimmage in NFL history. Underrated as if hell. he is done, there, there's a good chance that he's done. There's a good chance we'll never see him on a football field again. Darren Sproles, I hope we have you in Canton one day. I'm not so sure if it'll happen, but you know what? I hope you do one of these years because 
you were one of those guys that just gave fans joy to watch. So much fun to watch. Not a first ballot guy, not even a 10th ballot guy, but you know, one of these years in a weaker class, you want to put him in. He has definitely a Hall of Fame case. Yeah. And then I think uh, JJ, Jordan Howard, and Mollison, I don't think they'll have that much fun with Ziggy Ansa and Jordavian Clowney on that defensive line. Yeah, Clowney is, is going to get paid this offseason. Yeah. Von yeah. Miller better watch out because his uh, highest paid edge rusher thing is no longer going to be the case after uh, not Von, um, Khalil Mack, as I meant to say. Uh, but yeah, he will no longer be the highest paid edge rusher because Clowney's going to shatter that. Because that's how that works. Yep. I'm 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 agreeing agree with you. All right. Carolina, New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans by far. Uh, yeah. Uh, everything I say about divisional matchups, uh, scrap it. Scrap it, scrap it, scrap it. New Orleans is going to dominate this one. I have. They're on fire right now. I have the Saints winning by seven. Interesting. I have Michael Thomas with 13 receptions. That'll help his catches. Uh, a touchdown. So 10 yards per catch is what you're trying to say? Yeah, basically. Michael Thomas is one of the four or five receivers where I will not yell at you for saying 10 yards per catch on that many catches. Very few <laughs> players where I will not let that slide, but he is one of them. And Lattimore has been not performing the best, but I think he'll – that hasn't been terrible, though. McCaffrey's always going to put up points. I so. want to see McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara do out to see who's going who's gonna to produce more this week. McCaffrey's the best running back in the league. He's been for – and he's been the most uh, – he's been the best dual threat guy throughout his entire career. I mean, through hit the start of his career, uh, through three – how is it? Three or four years he's been in the league. McCaffrey is the Carolina three. Panthers. He is the – Three? Yeah. He, got, he was – First three seasons, no running back has ever had more catches than he has had through the uh, as long as he has been in the league. And he has so. more receptions as a running back without Cam Newton. He was in the same yeah. draft as Trubisky. Yeah. Well, that entire running back class is gonna go down in history as one of the best, if not the best, running back draft class ever. I'm saying that right now. I'll list off some guys later on, but we gotta might gotta keep it moving here. Wait, um, power rankings. Power rankings. Thank you. Panthers, Saints. Panthers coming in at number 18. Saints coming in at number four. Um, but the world's going to be a little bit higher at number four after this week. because, And I'm sticking with the Saints winning the Super Bowl. I still believe that. I think they are going to – I think they could shock a ton of people this year. I if think, Saints win the Super Bowl, Drew Brees is retiring. I'm, I'm calling it. I'm on the bandwagon that I believe if he makes it – as long as they don't go down in the first round – he is – I'm sorry, no. If he wins the NFC, he's retiring. I don't care if he wins or loses the Super Bowl. If he makes it there, he's done. He has a Super Bowl. He's got a ring already. I, he, I, he, he wants to help his uh, yeah. Help yeah. legacy. He's the all-time leader in passing yards. He's going to retire as the second in passing touchdowns. Because Brady's going to have number one by the time. That's true. The, this, this, we were gonna, supposed to have a race this year for who's going to break it, but – and if Breeze didn't get hurt, it would be. But because they were pretty much even coming into it, and Brady's going to break the touchdowns record in a few weeks. And Breeze and Brady were, like, almost – they were either, either even or separated by one coming into this year. So Yeah. Breeze was my uh, number one quarterback in my fantasy team. Good. Russell Wilson as my backup. And 
For those of you who don't know my stance on Drew Brees, I do believe he is the most underrated player in the history of the National Football League. Mr. Accurate. Oh, my God. I mean, the all-time leader in completions. Um, completion percentage is – I don't know if he's number one, but he's up there. No, I think Rodgers is number one, actually. But um, don't quote me on that, though. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And, obviously, the all-time leader in passing yards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on here, the Raiders and the Jets. I'm, I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Waller. Josh Jacobs versus the Jets. The Jets actually have the number one ranked run defense right now. Offensive rookie of the year, though, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. But that's interesting. The Jets do have the number one ranked run defense right now, which is something to keep an eye on. But Yeah. I think Darren Waller is going to go off. Unless Jamal Adams is guarding him. Mm. I do have the Raiders, though, winning this one. I think it's going to be a relatively low score. Under under 21. Under yeah, 21. Both teams under 20. Agreed. Um, Derek Carr is going as it is very underrated. I've been saying it all year. Yeah. Derek Carr is so underrated. I mean, people forget this guy was this close to winning league MVP in 2016. Yeah, and he took – didn't he take him to, like, a 13 – Yeah, and then he broke his leg. If he didn't break his leg, hey, they gave New England a fight, but that was arguably the best Patriots team of them all, so I don't think they would have been able to beat them. Yeah. All right, you got Oakland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Power rankings. I'm not forgetting this time. Okay. All right, we got the Jets coming in at number 29, Oakland coming in at number 15. <sighs> yeah. yeah. The one thing I have to say is during class, I do not like that we put Oakland at number eight in power. No, no. Oh, don't get me started on that. We don't have enough time. But oh my god, how many minutes are we into it right now? We're at twenty nine minutes and like twenty seconds. All right, we got time. Oh my god, I swear, Oakland is not a top ten football team. Honestly, I had him at 15, and that was me being generous. And the reason why I have him that high is because they're going to wind up making the playoffs because their schedule is an absolute joke, and it's been a joke joke all year. Yeah, I think they're going to win the division. Yeah, I think they'll upset the, the Chiefs. Just because I the- don't, because they're not that good. Yeah. No, but the Chiefs are not doing good this year. But this Yeah, but Oakland is not a good enough football team. Um, I think the Chargers are way better than them. This, the Raiders have been able to finish out games, and the Chargers haven't. Yeah. I think LA's way better. Yeah. But Oakland's had the um gift of the easy schedule. They're gonna go to the playoffs, they'll play a real team, they'll get shut out something stupid like thirty eight nothing, and everyone will look back and say, Yeah, okay, they didn't really deserve to make it, they just benefited off the easy schedule and you heard that here first. They're gonna get destroyed. At least they at least they put up a de- a reasonable like record for the season. Yeah. I mean, John Gruden deserves credit. As much as I'm hating on the Raiders, I do believe that John Gruden is a good coach, and I believe Mike Mayock is doing a great job over there. But I do not believe this year's football team is very good. He got he. I think that I actually thought they were going to do good this season. This season after he got he freed up cap space with Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, and then picking Josh Jacobs in this first round, bringing over Tyrell Williams, and Darren Waller having a major season this year. 
Yeah. Also, the one thing that got lost in everything was how well they were able to rebound off of the Antonio Brown situation. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. They They had arguably one of the better receivers in the entire league, even still. Yeah. And yet, he he drew himself. He completely, like, took himself out of the team. Completely. And Oakland said, all right, goodbye. And guess what? Here they are at six and four, and here's AB watching from the couch. So, very true. Carl, Lions and Redskins coming up next. Lions, Lions. Uh, Matthew Stafford, of course, not playing, and I don't think he's going to play the rest of the season. Their get their season has completely fallen off. They've lost their last six of seven. Redskins, we're not even going to talk about them. Give me the Lions. Uh, yeah, give me the Lions also. Adi got Lions. I got Lions. I think that they'll have – Kenny Galladay will go off. No. Marvin Jones will have a big game. I mean, the fans who were chanting sell the team at the Redskins game last week have a – I would like to say, yeah, you're right, but not going to happen. But, yeah. Arguably the worst owner in all of sports. Definitely the worst owner in the NFL. They have a good head coach. Matt Patricia is doing a lot to bring them back up. That's the Lions. I'm yeah. talking about the Redskins. Oh, my bad. I kind of zoned out a little bit. Yeah. Um, Patricia's eh, – I don't really know what to think about him. I mean, he, he's he's better than I said he was last year, but he's st- I don't think he's that good. I think he's still um, defensive coordinator. Yeah, Bill Callahan has. Uh, shout out to Bill Callahan on assuring himself that he will not even be an assistant coach next year after this horrible excuse of a head coaching job that he's done this year. I mean, Jay Gruden's sitting on the couch. He's loving it because Jay Gruden's laughing it up, saying, "Hey, at least I got you guys points." So yeah. the Redskins can't say they've done. Yeah, the Redskins are a complete mess. Yeah, Redskins coming in at a generous number thirty. And the Lions are coming in at also generous number 19. Really? Um, oh, yeah. wow. Pretty hot for them. And the Redskins, they'll, they'll be dropping off for a while. What do you say? Smith got destroyed last year. Bro, shout out to Alex Smith. He's trying so hard to come back. Um, I don't know if, um, how many of you guys saw it, but his wife came um, out this video. Ah, um, I was watching yeah. that game. That was the Seisman injury ask. It was Yeah, that was the terrible. same week, same month, same day. Yeah, wasn't the Joe, same score too? I'm not 100 percent sure, but Joe thought I'm pretty sure I saw that same time. And he was there. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um yeah, that's just some scary stuff. Some painful memories. Oh. We got some good ones here. Oh, which one? This is a good game. Tennessee and Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have. This is going to be a fun game. These two teams always play each other close. It is the um, annual. These guys play on Thursday night football every single year. Do they play this year on Thursday night? I don't think so. I, I'm going to go on the record, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm confident enough to say that's the first time I've oh, seen it in at no, least five they, years. No, they actually did. They did. There you go. Uh, I yeah, have... they did. I have the Jaguars. I have the Jaguars with Nick Foles back. You guys know my thoughts on Foles by now. 
I have the upset as Jaguars. That's my upset of the week. Ryan Tannehill, who has looked very, very good. The Titans this year's weird team. There's always that those one or two teams that you know you don't really know about them. They're coming at number sixteen, where they belong, right smack in the middle. I think teams better. Fifteen teams worse. My man's Derrick Henry's popping off though. Yeah. Derrick Henry, uh, we talked about last week. If there is anybody in the current NFL that is more underrated than him this season, I want you to tell me who it is because I cannot. I also think the Jaguars' defense is going to finally click. Calais like, Campbell has. Apparently, it took him three years. You there? Click two years ago when they made the AFC Championship. Yeah. I mean, I think the only thing that's going to hold these guys back is Nick Foles. I think he's going to not play that well. I don't think Foles is that good. Was Titans it? are going to win this one. Was his injury on his throwing arm or his op- or is it on Damian Han? I'm pretty sure it was his throwing arm, but without yeah, I've been I've been low on Foles his entire career. So I um, I Titans coming in at number sixteen, Jags number twenty two. I thought his playoff run was kind of lucky. No, I actually will give him credit. He did perform very well in the playoffs, but the but I keep I raise the question is what else has he done? Oh. Yeah. All right, you guys got Jacksonville. I got Tennessee. Yeah, I got DJ Shark running all over the place there. Mm. Also yeah. underrated, Kevin Byard as well, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And Leonard Fournette also, where is he at? Yeah, I owe him a, an apology, by the way. I, I would like to make an official apology to Leonard Fournette for calling him the next Eddie Lacy. He has proven <laughs> me wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will give you that. You have He has performed very well in... I definitely, definitely owe him an apology there because he is not the next Eddie Lacy. Unless if he completely... And now watch him. He's going to completely lay an egg for the rest of his career after I apologize yeah. to him. But, um, ooh, the battle of the two most hated teams in the NFL. We got the Cowboys and the Patriots. America's team and then the most hated team. Amazing. Uh-huh. I'm still... I'm, I'm going upset with this. I'm taking Cowboys. Whoa! Explain. Explain. I, I have the pick. I'm going to be safe. I'm going to take the Okay, Patriots. hold on. Explain. <laughs> um, Dak Prescott is going to have a great game. I don't even, I don't care if it's in Foxborough. He's going to have a great game. In Foxborough, though? He has three great weapons. He's got Amari Cooper. He's got Randall Cobb and Michael Gallup, who have all been doing Hey, Zeke's pretty good out of the backfield, too, and catching that ball. I have Zeke, and I'm not even confident. I I think Zeke Jason Witten is the greatest slow player in NFL history. Huh? One more time? Jason Witten, the greatest slow player in NFL history? Yeah. Yeah. I I would be willing to put up money that if Tom Brady and Jason Witten raced, I believe Tom Brady would win that race. I really (laughs) do. But yet... And Tom Brady... Slow. But yet, I'm Jason Witten is still has some weird magical power where he can get wide open almost every single time. Yeah, that it's so weird. And I got he's one, not quick to watch that game for Dak Prescott. Kind of but he gets open. Yeah, he does. And if you haven't seen Dak Prescott's pregame warm up, look it up. Oh yeah, watch it. Watch it. We love the memes. Oh yeah. Oh, I love it. 
All right, but hold on, oh, right? So you think Dallas gonna take it? I'll tell you this. Dallas will take it. I think they will be walking. I for I'll put it this way. If the playoffs go through Foxborough, you can pack it up. It's all over. New England's winning the AFC. If the playoffs go yeah. through Baltimore, it's a six-team race, and any one of the six teams can wind up winning it all and shocking everybody. That is so true. I agree. I agree. If so this true. playoffs go through Baltimore, I'm not saying Baltimore's going. I'm saying any one of the six teams that go to the playoffs can win it. If it goes through Foxborough, yeah. pack it up. It's over. Yeah, if yeah. it goes to Foxborough, it is tough to get a win there. It is very So if tough. you are a fan, the Ravens team, have one in loss there. If you're a fan of an AFC team, I don't, and that isn't the playoff race. You rooting, you are rooting for Baltimore to take this home field advantage, or anybody else. But no, probably Baltimore because that's probably the only real team team that's got a real chance left. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I gotta be uh, going with I think in Foxborough right now. It is the number one offense. Yes, the number one defense in terms of yards. The Cowboys some have more because of their passing game uh, than Baltimore, but it's not by much. Um, Dak Prescott is in the top five conversation for MVP right now, easily. I mean, he, it's Russell Wilson and Lamar really battling it out, but those guys is like in the conversation for the second tier. Dak is right in there, if not leading it. I agree. Um, but still well below where Lamar and Russell Wilson are. Yeah. All right. I got New England and Audi is going with New England, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm Dallas. Okay, well, I'm that's Dallas. in here. Dallas wins. You, I'll give Nathan credit, but guest picker would still get it wrong. And Adi is the technical guest picker, by the way. <laughs> but, um, oh, here we go. Time for the game, of the, game of the week. I would wait. I wanted to watch this. I'm watching this game. I am so excited for this one. We got. Sunday Night Football, NBC, 8-2 Packers, 9-1, Wait, power rankings. Dallas and uh, New England, hold on. Oh, yeah. Power rankings, New England coming in at number two, Dallas coming in at number, where are you? Uh, 10. Which is reasonable, yeah. which is reasonable for Dallas. Okay, now, back to what I was saying. Here we go. This is the game that very well could determine home field advantage throughout the playoffs in the NFC, could very well determine, almost definitely going to get determined who um, gets the um, gets the uh, better seat between these two. And in two, and even though these two teams are 9-1 and 8-2, and in, ter- in terms of trying to stay ahead in the division, both teams need this win pretty badly. This is a tight game in my Green team. Bay and no. San Fran. Niners have lost this year once at home in overtime. And the Packers, I don't know exactly who they lost to, but uh, this is going to be a tight game. I'm saying 14-14, maybe Ooh, overtime that game. low scoring? Yes, because they, they both throw – they're both more of a throwing offense, except Aaron Jones gets the ball at the 10-yard line every time. I have the Niners winning – as, yeah, but I have Niners at the end winning. I have Niners 42 to 35. Oh, my God. High scoring game. I'm going to go right in the middle with you guys in terms of the score. I'm going to say something like uh, 28 to 27 or something like that. This will be a defense powered game. Yeah, I have a shootout. Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith will have big games. Another guy who I would apologize to is Zadarius Smith. 
That's one of the things where I'm glad that's on the podcast because I was saying, all right, he's not worth that mall. He's, he's proved me wrong. Adrian Amos will have to take on whoever will be their number one wide after this game if Devontae Adams is actually going to play. He is. Oh, he's fine now. But, yeah. um, and then, I mean, well, what's amazing wide is you have a nine, I said I kind of alluded to it before, though, but with these two teams, the Niners at 9-1 nine and one have a very tough road to win their division because Seattle is right behind them. So it's a must-win game and for them. And Green Bay has Minnesota right behind them. Yeah, eight and three, eight and two. Right. So it's a like, we have a nine and one, eight and two, and neither, and they're both fighting to win their division. It's insane. This is also here's something that I've, I'm seeing right here. Aaron Rodgers is facing a nine and one or better team for the first time in his entire career. Oh really? I cannot believe that. All right. Picks for this game. Who you guys got? Niners. Niners. Okay. I got four That's words. Real. Don't doubt Aaron Rodgers. Give me Green Bay. <laughs> I have Aaron Rodgers starting for my fantasy team, but I still think. If this game comes yeah. down to one, and Aaron Rodgers gets the ball. Rodgers in MVP ranking right now. I have Rodgers and Garoppolo on my team, but I'm starting Rodgers this week. If Aaron Rodgers gets that football with two minutes left, you might see a this game is over. Where is Aaron Rodgers right now in MVP ranking? Mm. All right. We got Lamar and Russell Wilson one and two. Debate whatever one you want. You know why I'm on this, but whatever. All right. Dak probably is above him. McCaffrey is above him. Personally, Michael Thomas is ahead of him, but in terms of actual MVP race, he won't be. Dalvin yeah. Cook. Oh, yeah. Dalvin Cook. Um, and then probably Rodgers. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers had. Oh, well, I mean, I know he missed time, but Mahomes probably is in that race. Maybe I mean, he's maybe. been playing perfectly fine. It's just his defense; it's a joke. Their defense is. Their defense good. somehow managed to get worse. Yeah, that's not possible. I mean, another guy who's sitting on the couch loving is Bob Sutton, their uh, Chiefs DC last year. Spagnolo <laughs> is. Doing even worse. But, um. Mm. All right. But, do, who. Do you have the 49ers as number one power ranking or number three? If New England was at number two. All right. I got. Uh, great. I have the Niners at number three. No, actually, I'm sorry. Wait. No, the Niners are number two. Over New England? Yeah. New England's number three. New England number three, San Fran's number two. Yeah. So right, Niners two, the Packers coming in at number six. And hey, this is gonna be a great game. And I think when this season's all said and done, this is one of those games we're gonna look back on as man, that was a game. Yeah. All right. It's gonna be one of the uh, games of the year. Game Absolutely. of the year. Absolutely. It's gonna be one of those. I well, firmly believe it. All right. My favorite game of this week. Monday Night Monday Football. football. Lock, lock of the week, Ravens. Raiders, I'm calling it away game win. They're going to steal it. All right. Next. Lock of the week. Right, you guys got I Baltimore. There's a chance for the Rams because it's a home game, but I think Lamar will escape Aaron, 
Aaron Donald. Okay. I just think the defense is going to destroy Jared Goff. I got some he's been, thoughts on this game. He's Jared Goff's not been playing, hasn't been playing well this year. He has performances last year. Marcus Peters, Marcus Peters has been going Oh, he's for, coming back to his home. He's coming back for this yeah, game. He wants revenge from being traded. He's going to get a pick. Set. I got some thoughts on this game, though, for sure. All right. Lamar. 14 and 3 in his career in starts. 14 and 3. That's ridiculous. But he has only traveled to the West Coast once. Yes, he did win that game, but the point is, this is a experience that he has not had to deal with much in the NFL. And I think this is a must-win game. I don't think for it who? matters to him. The Rams? For uh yeah, for if the Rams want to keep their playoff hope alive, oh, LA's got to pretty much win out at this point. Must at win. six and four, they already win out. That tells you how tight it is this year. They have, they have the Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers above yep. them. And the wild card race, you got Minnesota and Seattle, and um, both ahead of them. So, all right, but this game. Eric Weddle playing against his former team. Marcus Peters playing against his former team. And unlike Weddle, Marcus Peters is pissed off because he came into L.A. as arguably the best corner in the NFL. He left L.A. as a guy that got traded for a fifth-round pick in Kenny Young. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Steal for the Raiders. And now that he's on a new team, he's right back there as one of the better corners in the NFL. So we know he was just bad in that system because he's been on three teams and two of them he was great and one of them he sucked. So that tells you that at least how he was playing that system. Now, Lamar Jackson, yeah. who has broken the entire internet and the NFL this season. Highlight reel. Highlight reel. But this week is the biggest challenge he will have to face. He's playing as the strongest defensive one of the strongest defensive lines there. I just don't think he's going to escape He's it. playing against, no gonna... in my opinion, the greatest player in the entire league at this moment. In my opinion, he's playing the best player in the entire he's league. Playing the former defensive player of the year. What? He's playing against the former defensive player of the year. Two years in a row. Yeah. And if he wasn't getting triple teams this year, it would be three. It doesn't matter. Lamar's still going to escape through everything. Throw his little sidearm passes. Which are actually pretty accurate. Two more injuries. Who are which are pretty accurate this year? I think Baltimore's offense is gonna get slowed down dramatically. In it's at least in terms of what we've seen in previous weeks. I think they'll still put up numbers. And I think the defense will be the ones I think we're gonna exit this game with the Ravens win. And it won't be because of Lamar, it'll be because we'll be impressed by the way that the the offense will have done enough to win, but the defense will have closed it out. I don't think that the Ravens wideouts will do good with Jalen Ramsey and Eric Weddle in the back. I think that this game is going to be something like 20 to 16. I do not think – I think this will probably be Lamar's worst game of the year. I think he'll still do fine. But I think in terms of how good he'll play, this will be his worst performance of the year. I think Mark Ingram's got to step up. Battering Rams, let's go. Hey, everyone knows how the Saints got so mad – Always pissed off at New Orleans for how there he's Mark, Mark Ingram was on that team. Mark Ingram was on that team. He is rightfully pissed off with the Saints. I mean, with the Rams. He wants, Rams. To, he wants to beat. He the wants Rams to beat no them so bad. 
I'm saying Mark Andrews has one touchdown this week. Andrews has to have a great game. He's your key to the game for me. Hurst and Boyle will be big-time blockers for Mark Andrews. Nick Boyle and just the podcast in a couple weeks, Patrick Ricard. Those two. Oh, my my fullback there. He's my fullback. Two-way player. Again, because you missed it. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you would know about it at the other Berman show. But Pat Ricard, going to be on the podcast, joining me Monday, December 2nd, immediately following the 49ers game. That Monday, we'll have Patrick Ricard interviewed in a couple weeks. So stay tuned for that. But I'm excited for that one. But the Rams and Ravens is my lock of the week. Ravens win. Hmm. Yeah, that's my lock. It's not my lock at all. I think it'll be a great game. It's just in this I, situation, I, the Rams cannot. This game is not that huge for Baltimore, but for LA, season's on the line. This is this is a this is gonna be a turning point if they win or lose. Absolutely. Here. Well, if they lose, their season's over, and if they win, they still got a chance. They're. It's also a must-win for the Ravens because they need to get the one seed. They are two games behind the the Seattle Seahawks. So they still have a chance of wild card, but it's very slim. Um, Okay. Teams in the bye week, um, we have – oh, wait, power rankings. Number one, baby. The Ravens coming in at number one. And the Rams are coming in at number nine. Um, all right. We have four teams to get to on the bye week. How, how are we doing on time, minutes-wise? Uh, 52. Ooh. 53 minutes. 52 minutes? 53. Okay. Um, all right, then we'll kind of have a little bit of rapid fire here, but we'll get through it. Minnesota, 8-3 right now, coming in number seven. Wild card team right oh, there. Yeah. Hey, if the Niners wind up winning this game, and the Niners wind up winning the game, it's a divisional race for sure. Yeah. So there's no way that Minnesota, hey, they could wind up getting like the one seed or something in the NFC, and they wind up winning that division. The Vikings? Yeah. They win their division, and they I don't know about struggle. I think two, three seed could. Be. No, I'm not trying to say it will. I'm saying it could. Could, but Max is two or three. I agree. Um, L.A. Chargers. Oh God, I mean it's unreal. They're a mess. But they're not. This team is. Bill Rivers needs to retire already. Washed up. But the amazing thing is, the Chargers four and seven. All seven have been one score games. All seven of them. And they've had some disappointing losses. They were good luck. And right here is where, unfortunately, the audio did cut out. Um, We were getting on the Chargers, and, well, just something happened. The audio cut out, but it's all right. We got all of our picks in. That's all that really matters. But, yeah, thank you for listening to episode 38 of The Other Berman Show. If you want to talk to me on Instagram, you can. And follow me at The Other Berman Show. I'll keep my DMs open. I love talking to you guys all the time. Talk sponsorship opportunities, interviews, or anything like that or guest host opportunities as well. Um, if you want to talk to me about sponsorship opportunities, though, you also can email me at theotherbermanshow at gmail.com, theotherbermanshow at gmail.com. And, yeah, again, new episodes coming every Tuesday and Thursday. I think I'm just going to scrap the sa- every Saturday idea that I had. Uh, it was a good idea in theory. It's just three podcasts a week is a whole lot to do. So, 
I don't think I'm just going to get around to be do- doing that. But two episodes a week for sure. Back on track. And remember, two weeks' time, we're going to be having Ravens two-way player Patrick Ricard joining us in two weeks. But yes, thank you for listening to episode 38 of the Bowman Show. You can listen to the episode every Tuesday and Thursday. Goodbye and go Ravens.